Welcome to Pedagog Bonus, a short episode that covers a single topic or question. I'm your host, Shane Wood. In this bonus episode, I talk with Lauren Cagle about community engagement. Lauren Cagle is an assistant professor of writing, rhetoric, and digital studies and associate faculty in environmental and sustainability studies at the University of Kentucky. Her research and teaching focus on overlaps among digital rhetorics and scientific and technical communication. Cagle frequently works with local and regional environmental and technical practitioners. Her collaborative partners include the Kentucky Division for Air Quality, the Kentucky Geological Survey, the University of Kentucky Recycling Program, and the Arboretum State Botanical Garden of Kentucky. Cagle's work has appeared in Technical Communication Quarterly, the Journal of Technical Writing and Communication, Rhetoric Review, and Computers and Composition. Cagle, thanks so much for joining us. So your teaching and research are deeply connected to community engagement and really community partnerships. Uh, You you focus on global awareness and, and public outreach, and I was hoping that you could spend some time talking about how you would go about encouraging others to build these connections between writing pedagogy and and really establishing connections with local communities. I love this question so much. I mean, so much of my scholarly identity right now is about trying to kind of break down those silos and, and borders. And um, I remember having these conversations back in, in 2015, I went to um, one of the RSA Summer Institutes. This was in um, Madison at the University of Wisconsin. And it was a rhetoric of science seminar led by uh, Carolyn Miller, Leah Ceccarelli, and Linda Ullman. And there were just so many cool people in that room doing so many cool things. And at the time, I was just kind of digging my teeth into my dissertation, getting ready to go on the job market, like kind of figuring out my place and things. And I, I met a couple of people that I was like, that's, this is who I want to be. So Caroline Gottschalk-Druschke, Friday McGreevy, who's in communication rhetoric, Nate Stormer. And these are folks who do that kind of like engaged community work. Um, and, and some other folks coming up alongside me who've really adopted that, Kenny Walker, Sarah Parks. But then if you sort of start looking around the field and move outside of kind of science or environment, you start seeing these little kind of pockets of people who are doing this work. So um, Rebecca Walton and Kristen Moore and Natasha Jones in TechCom, Michelle Simmons also in TechCom and community rhetorics. Then you start thinking about like the um, community writing um, kind of folks. We've got a whole conference for that, conference and organization. Tim Amadon does this work with firefighters of which he is one. (laughs) So once I started realizing like, I don't have to box myself in, right? Like, I don't have to put a label on myself. It's okay to be a Venn diagram. Like, I remember getting really, really head up in grad school about, am I in tech comm or am I in rhetoric of science? And then eventually I was like, "Eh, sure, okay. Yes, the answer is yes. Um, And in terms of actually like developing those connections and and becoming a person who, who does that work as opposed to a person who aspires to do that work, Again, I was very concerned about what that process would look like. One thing that I do know is that it's very hard to do as a graduate student because you're precarious, you don't have a lot of time, and also you're expecting to leave, right? So the idea of like building long-term relationships 
with community partners. I think there are ways to do it. Um, I think as an individual, you can do it by being really deliberate about, for example, connecting with uh, an organization perhaps that isn't locally specific. What I would love to see is something like the system that we have in, a sci- in the sciences where graduate students come on to PIs, like lab leaders um, projects, right? So I might have a community project and I take on a graduate student who works with me on that, right? So they can sort of like piggyback on that relationship and get trained and then go out and develop their own. When I got to the University of Kentucky in 2016, um, I basically spent the first year, and this was very deliberate, and (laughs) some of my senior colleagues who were very concerned about my tenure trajectory freaked out a little bit about this, but I spent my first year mostly not in my office, mostly saying yes to everything on campus. I went to all kinds of lectures. I went to um, anything like a lot of, especially larger universities or research universities will have kind of like mingling hours. Um, UK has shifted some of that stuff online to try and like, you know, ignite (laughs) uh, interdisciplinary collaborations, right? That kind of thing. So just meeting other people on campus in other disciplines. Um, And then also saying yes to scary things like speaking at the March for Science, which I originally said no to. And the graduate student in geography who was helping organize that march, who had asked me, shout out Eric, uh, was like, are you sure? Are you sure though? You'd be great. And I was like, that sounds terrifying. No, thank you. Um, And he was like, no, you'd be great. And so I finally said yes. And I'm very glad I did, right? Um, I gave a talk to the bioethics program over in the College of Medicine. They wanted me to come talk about climate denial. Um, I just said yes to everything. And I didn't get a lot done in terms of publications that year. I I did a good job teaching my classes because I was like very, you know, um, nervous to not do a good job. But it it wasn't that traditional like first year professor, you're supposed to buckle down, whatever. And it paid off. All of my collaborations that I have now are a direct result from something that happened early on in in that first year. Even if it wasn't, you know, I met this person, it might've been, I met this person who invited me to this thing and then I went to this other thing and then I gave a talk and someone saw it and came up to me and said, hey, I would love to work with you on X. And so as a result, I, in addition to the division for air quality that I mentioned, which has been my primary like kind of teaching collaboration um, and the Kentucky Geological Survey, I also work with the State Arboretum Um, And with that one, we haven't done like classroom specific things, but I have hired a bunch of undergraduate research assistants to work on that project and have also had students who got really interested in it and did it as independent studies. Um, So that collaboration has allowed me to support undergraduate research. And then I also uh, have a new partnership with University of Kentucky Recycling. I don't know, this all seems much more fun to me than sitting in my office. I think it helps to be an extrovert, but fun fact, I'm like a fake extrovert. I'm going to go stare at a wall for like two hours after we're done talking here. (laughs) So I think you you don't have to be an extrovert, right? You just have to genuinely be interested in doing work with other people. And that's the last thing I want to say about that is when you are interested in doing work with other people, you have to be realistic about what that looks like. And that means it's going to take more time and it's gonna require more emotional energy than if you're just by yourself writing. You are gonna have to do a lot of educating. So one of the things that Roberta from the Division for Air Quality 
told me was that it had never occurred to her to partner with a writing or a technical communication course, because a lot of folks in these spaces are thinking in terms of topics. So if you're a geological organization, you might think of service learning with a geology course, but that's it. Or if you're in environmental education, you might think of partnering with an environmental course, right? And so being somebody who's willing to go out and kind of educate or share about the field, about what is rhetoric, what is tech comm, I think is a, is a really crucial part of it. So you have to be willing to, I think, be humble and do that in a way that isn't like patronizing. <laughs> and you also have to be willing to be humble and just like copy edit stuff for people, right? Like if people are like, oh, you're really good at writing. Can you like check this flyer out for me? Yes. Yes, I can. And then down the road, we have an established connection and maybe we can build something more interesting.